All right, and I guess this would technically be part two of our Switch review, as this is the game to get with Switch right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about a little game called Ze- Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Joe, how do you feel about this? Oh, man, game? I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> man, all I want to do is talk about this game. There's a lot to talk about with this game, man. There's so much to talk about, and it is, I would say, 95% positive. <laughs> uh, thank you. Like, <laughs> the one thing I can't stand is, like, all these perfect scores and everyone saying it, the game's... That, that's been, like, the only thing that I... One of the major things I dislike about the game is something that has nothing to do with the game. It's just that people are saying, like, oh, Zelda reinvents the... Or, like, perfects the whole outdoor open world game like okay slow down <laughs> it's like it, it's a it's a fantastic game but yeah it, it has some things i actually made a top 10 list of things that uh, i didn't like just for the sake of this not being like nothing but perfection but this is a really good game joe like let's let make no bones about it this, yeah this game I'll... one of the things i really like about this game is how smart it is like it feels like uh, it reminds me of the days where i used to play a a role-playing game with my friends that was like kind of a D&D style mm-hmm. where you just be spitballing like, like you enter the valley and it's covered in snow you're freezing and you're losing you can feel your life seep away and I would tell the DM hold on I have this flame sword on me if I activate it will it, <laughs> will it heat me up and like that makes sense yeah sure okay you're all right it's like <laughs> it's like because stuff like that happens like there me and Joe could just fill this show with just like cool things we've discovered playing the game. Like if you set like, fire, go ahead. The attention to detail in this game is impeccable. Mm. Fuck this, this whole fucking game is impeccable, Malcolm. But yes, like the intention of that kind of detail is just like it's excuse the verbiage here, Malcolm. But it is wild. It is crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of breath. But anyway, <laughs> it's, it it is really really like there's like. I, I I wish I made notes of all the little things here. Oh, still there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Little things like if you start a fire in a field, it causes heat to rise, which if you open your paraglider over it, you will shoot up into the sky as a result of it. You're like, <laughs> oh, that's really, really good. Or like stupid things like if you see a chest on a platform that's tied up to the ceiling with string, and like, or if I shoot an arrow at it, will it, how many times have you seen this in video games where you'll like do something like shoot the, the chain or the string with a wire and it, the arrow just bounces off. But yeah. Yeah. Not in this game. <laughs> you do that. Like, Oh, chest falls. Like, Oh, I'm smart. <laughs> like little things like that. Like even like the most mundane things. Like if I shoot an arrow, and it misses, I can go over to the, where the arrow landed and pick it up. Yeah, like, unless you fucking launch it off a cliff, um, you can just, you're like, you can easily just go find your fucking arrow and, and grab it. Yeah, it's real. it's really, it really makes you uh, think outside the box. On or a- shit, yeah, or shit like, you know, oh, you're using your arrows on Death Mountain, your regular arrows are all just fire arrows here. <laughs> also... <laughs> And conversely, maybe you shouldn't pull out your bomb arrows on, on Death Mountain. Oh. <laughs> Did that once by mistake. <laughs> when I forgot to switch my arrows out uh, when I fast traveled to Death Mountain once. Oh, God. Death Ma- <laughs> I'm still working on try- being able to climb Death Mountain without bursting into flame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you have to, you have to, there's. What is it? The the there's there's a there's a a stable on at at the foot of foothill. Is that what it's called? Foothill stable or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, like there's there's a woman there that will sell you fireproof elixirs for like three of them for like one twenty rupees. Oh, there you go. So, awesome. And, and that is plenty to get you to uh to the town there. Nice. I I see. And this is another. This brings me to another thing I like. This is like. Like, I remember uh, a lady by the name of Alana at IGN wrote about how this is actually, in a sense, the best multiplayer game ever. Because, like, (laughs) you could go to, like, very, like, 
talking to people, they have like all these different solutions and ideas on like doing certain things that just helps things out tremendously. Like, so it's right there. Like, I didn't know about that. Like, Joe, do you know, did you find the snow bowling place? <laughs> no. Okay. In the tower, <laughs> in the <laughs> upper left-hand corner of the map, like it's actually like all, pretty much at the base of the tower. There you'll see like a house with like a hill on it. And there's a guy who uh, sets up, has like this big, giant snow boulder that you can lift up and you can play that for 20 rupees you can play a game where essentially it's like easy money you roll the your it's it's snowballing if you get a strike you get 300 rupees if like all your inventory is full and you can just keep doing this over and over it's 20 rupees and worst case scenario as long as you hit some you'll get like at least 20 rupees back <laughs> So it's like it's even better than the uh, gambling house cheat that I used to use in order to get rupees in this game. Mm. So it's like little things like that. It's like there, there's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of like ways to farm or little ways to make that. I kind of feel is almost intentional now to to make you feel like you're outsmarting the system and thus you feel great about your playthrough here. <laughs> yeah, like there's a bunch of ways to like game, you know, the game. Uh, but none of it feels like an oversight, really. Um, like, it feels like it's... Like, it all feels like it's designed to be able to figure out a bunch of different ways to do any number of things. Uh, like, the only one thing that I, I could really technically call an exploit is being able to run at full speed indefinitely by <laughs> by holding down the, the horse call button and, mm. and dashing at the same time. Like, like, you have to hold a controller in this really kind of uncomfortable kind of blah manner but like yeah like you can run at full speed forever if, if you manage to hold that your hand in that position <laughs> uh another thing i like about this game like this game has this amazing ability like it's very much focused on the whole less is more principle like mm -hmm. it doesn't really have a lot of really lengthy and long dungeons and what have you it's like like the shrines themselves which are like these puzzle areas where you to like allow you to get stronger are usually pretty short yeah to the point and as a result of which like you can get actually get a lot of stuff done in one sitting which makes it makes like every time i pick up the game it feels like i'm accomplishing a lot which is really really cool like for instance uh i i went on lunch i have a one hour lunch break <laughs> i was at a shrine and so i completed that I looked around the area, found another shrine, completed that, uh, snowballed for a few minutes <laughs> to get, got like a couple of rupees. Then I shopped around and got some arrows and I, uh, got one more item necessary to upgrade my armor. And I did that before clocking back in. That was all over a course of an hour. <laughs> all right, it's like, it's all the, like these little things you can do, like to help and, like everything you do feels like it's building and building towards a greater goal or it's a bunch of little goals which are quite important in sales by the way but anyway <laughs> hey, all these little goals you can accomplish to make yourself strong over time and it's really great it's like, <laughs> like uh, I, I feel good joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it never feels like i'm really wasting time uh when i play that game um like being able like even if, like you said like it's about little goals like sometimes it's like it's like, I just want to see if I can climb this fucking mountain without having to refill my stamina. <laughs> uh, and being able to do so, uh, once you fill up to the maximum stamina, like three bars, like, hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, and then, like, equipping, like, the, the climbing gear or whatever, uh, like, having the full set of climbing gear, like, and having it and being able to zoom up a fucking mountain in no time. Like, man, like, that's really satisfying stuff. Mm, I love the climbing gear, by the way. Still, <laughs> still searching for those pants, but yeah, I love the climbing <laughs> gear. Um, something else I, I wanted to talk about, which you don't normally hear, as far as a compliment towards Ze in a Zelda game, uh, there are there's talking, and there are like cinema scenes hidden throughout yeah. out it. And I thought the acting was actually really well done. I thought the opposite, especially with like Zelda. Like, man, really. Zelda was, oh my god, like that ex, like I don't know what accent there she was trying to do the actress there, but like none of it was good. <laughs> I, I thought that was by far the weakest part of the game. Oh, that, that I actually like, I, I liked her. Like I collected all the memories, with the exception of the ones 
going towards the the divine beast. And I I really enjoyed her story where like Sandra has always had my wife has always had a uh, kind of a problem with Zelda. It's like because you know she we're at an age where we want the women to be strong, and you know so there it's not not uncommon they'd be kind of hesitant for towards a game where the overarching goal is save the princess. Mm-hmm. But I I actually dug that Zelda and you know her. <laughs> I'm trying to say it in a way that doesn't spoil it for people, which I, I we might go a little into, but I'm doing my best not to just go all out here. But uh, I like the fact that she was pissed that this is destiny and that she has to have Link there. like, And the fact that she was actually thinking of other avenues to go in, except for this, like, this whole 10,000-year prophecy. Like, well, mm-hmm. what if we try this? Which... Uh, with the guardians and all that. Like I, I, I actually enjoyed like she wasn't trying to just simply depend on Link. She was trying to find her own solution for the problems. Mm. And I like, I like that story. And in the end, her trying to eventually be uh, respecting Link, like that whole overarching story. I did enjoy. No, I love the story of, of the game. Um, like I love, like I love the story itself and I love the way it's told, you know, kind of like in these piecemeal ways with the, with the memories. Uh, you know, the way that you have to hunt down, like, the little memory spots as well. Like, I think that stuff's really cool um, and a really great way to tell that particular story. Like, I love that basically everyone else remembers Link, but, like, Link having his memory kind of wiped after being put in cryo, basically, for 100 years. Uh, him having to remember why everyone thinks this or that of him. Uh, like, I think that's a really great story and a great way to tell it. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Like, the whole trying to remember who you were, like, even that feels like really like this really powerful moment where you finally piece it all together on what exactly happened and why why you are who you are and what what you're gonna do now to Ganon. Which Ganon, by the way, I love how they. So I haven't like seen him in his final form yet. I don't know if you've mm. beaten the game yet. Yeah. Oh, you have. Okay. Uh, but I love how they how they his initial look as Calamity Ganon. Which is a hilarious name, by the way. It makes him sound like a fucking prospector in the <laughs> in the eighteen hundreds. Here's gold in them there high roll hills. Till the great calamity hit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I loved him as this ominous, you know, like de- demonic cloud or whatever, like that that's infecting the world. Like I yeah. I love that it, that he that his uh that he's become you just went from being a demon to just being this like poison to the world like that. That is awesome shit. And uh, I liked a lot of the side characters too. Yeah. Like, haven't been a fan of the stories that I've seen on Kotaku about that. <laughs> Look, buddy, everyone wants to fuck the shark man. That's you're just going to have to live with oh, that. God. So, and the, <laughs> the sad part is I love Sidon. I, I don't want him having sex with Link, but you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I thought he was a really cool character. Just like, and especially <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> Quite a size difference. But anyway, <laughs> I've enjoyed that. And I thought, I felt like this, and keep in mind, I haven't played like every one of them. So feel free to disagree with me here. But I felt this was the most personality a lot of the side characters have had in a Zelda game in some time, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like everyone, like all the four, I guess the champions are, are what they are. Um, the four champions, uh, like they're all, they're all really cool. Like I, they all brought something different to the table. And yeah, like I just like, you know, obviously I love, I guess, not just Sidon, but like his, his ancestor. What was her name? I, I forgot her name. Um, Which ancestor for who? For, for the Zora, the, the Zora champion. Oh, uh, Mi- Mifila or something like that? Mifila, I think. Yeah. Um, like her, the, the, the Goron champion that he was a lot of fun. The, the Gerudo champion, she seemed badass. Uh, like all of them were just really cool characters. Uh, like, like and, I- I, I'm really curious to see the scene with uh, Rito Champion, who does not like does not like Link at all. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see more about that. But yeah, it's like the relationships and the like. I agree that like, Rito Champion looked badass, so I can't wait to learn more about her. And uh, as you go forward the game, it just makes you want to like take out Ganon more and more and more. And so. Yeah, it's really it's a really well told story that I really got into. Characters are fun. Uh, the let's talk about weapons briefly. Um, mm. We'll start with the good. <laughs> I really enjoyed a lot of these weapons. Like, there's actually 
a lot of variety with them. You know, like you got like not only spears for the first time, but you also have different different elements to them. You have like different types. You have broadswords. You have great swords. You have like it, you have uh, my one of my favorite weapons was actually the giant boomerang. Yeah, boomerangs are great. Don't like that. You have to press A to catch them. But <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you're like yeah, like boomerangs are fantastic and they can hit for quite a bit. And uh, I I. Like the weapons are are really nice addition and actually add a sense of strategy. Like when I would take on those major tests of strengths, I would, you know, I made sure to have a, quite a few electric arrows and electric weapons on hand just in case is which help you out tremendously. A little tip there. And uh, if you're taking on like a giant, giant enemy, the, the big weapons actually help a lot as far as like staggering them after a second hit, if at least if it's powerful enough. Or maybe you want to just go in hard and fast and go with a sl- smaller weapon. So, uh, did you master parrying in this game? Um, you mean with your shield? Yeah. No, no. I got pretty. I was pretty bad with that. Like I got lucky with a few guardian blasts. I think that was the easiest thing to parry. Oh, because okay. because you can because they all the guardian blasts kind of work with the same timing every time. So like that's easy enough to learn. Um, but parrying other like melee attacks, I was like, no, I'm just gonna dodge. um and even then like doing perfect dodges was pretty difficult for me Mm -hmm. um but yeah like i feel like guardians like the guardians in the in the shrines were the easiest enemies to to eventually learn like their patterns like i was able to like the (laughs) the first test of strength i i entered into was accidentally a major one i was like what's this all about (laughs) and got immediately fucking murdered i was like all right i'm not gonna go back in there for a while (laughs) um and then you know kind of learning all of their their ticks and tells over the course of you know hitting up some ma- some minor and modest tests of strength and kind of like guardians in the wild as well. It's like all right, I was able to learn you know how to handle them better uh, with you know the right weapons, the right timing, and eventually like major tests of strength were were, were no problem. Oh, that was not me at all. Like uh, <laughs> I got to that major test of strength and I got like the bar halfway down and then it killed me in one slash. And immediately Sandra, who's watching, of course, is like, maybe you shouldn't take that on right now. It's like, shut up. I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) And it took like a half hour, but eventually I defeated the thing. I think that's just my Dark Souls training kicking in. (laughs) That's uh, another positive that I enjoy about this game. Like, how many games do you play where you're exploring the open world and then you get to this one section and you don't have this one thing you need in order to to go into that section so you have to quote unquote come back to it later i, I don't feel like that's the case uh, in this game like a lot of the times like with the exception of extreme weather a lot mm. of the times like if you can get if you can get there or you can get to the enemy chances are you can take them out if you're patient enough yeah for sure um it's real. yeah it's just a matter of of figuring out how to use the things that you have to your advantage you know um like i <laughs> like before before recording this right now, like I saw a video of someone taking out a Lionel, which are like the most powerful enemies in the game, really. Um, mm, I fucking hate these, those things. These, these centaur motherfuckers. <laughs> like he took them out with three hearts, like no armor, no weapons. Like all he did was use his magnet power with on a boulder and use that basically to kind of just smash the boulder into him repeatedly as he dodged like all of his attacks. It's like, and it was like a four minute fight. <laughs> like he took him out four minutes that way. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this game. <laughs> it's like if you want to lose respect for yourself, watching some of the, like I saw, I did see one once again, three hearts, no armor, and you know he would shoot, shot an arrow in its fucking face, then took out the the photograph mode on the phone, <laughs> struck a pose and took a picture in front of the stunned so thing, and then ran up and mounted it and started slashing it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Like you cheeky motherfucker, and you didn't take any damage. I'm like, if you can kill one of those lionels, you get a lot of good, sh- good weapons and stuff. Yeah, for sure. But like, I like even now, like I've got like sixteen hearts, like on a full stamina bar. Like I still avoid those motherfuckers. Yeah, me too. It's like it's very just like the first time I remember, it like killed me. I used up all my fairies, and I, like eventually I was like, "F it," and I just like re- reloaded <laughs> an old save and just like skipped that part. <laughs> uh. And like on top of the like enemies, like they're like, can you get here? And like you, you can like either make some food that'll make your stamina run 
last longer or i found out the hard way it's like even though i i can jump it uses up more stamina that i'm getting space for as opposed to just simply climbing up and being patient and like a lot of times i was able to make it up that way or when you get the climbing gear especially you're like okay just like wear this and just climb up and i'll get Mm -hmm. there in time it's like you find solutions for yourself that you know like you'll find that other people have completely different solutions for and it's like very very cool uh let's see and positives on the enemies here um a lot of the enemies in this one feel like sub bosses like we mentioned the lionels the guardians for a good chunk of the game are the most terrifying thing you can bump into yeah even even towards the end of the game i felt that way um like approaching hyrule castles like is is obviously the end game uh, to, to take care of Calamity Ganon, but getting there means, you know, going across Hyrule Field, where which is just fucking crawling with those things. Uh, yeah, like, that in itself took, like, an hour of, like, kind of zigzagging, kind of, <laughs> to kind of avoid as many as I could, uh, ending up, like, fighting, like, one or two, just because there's only so much she can do to hide from these motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, like, that's that's some harrowing stuff, man. Like, walking along the field, all of a sudden you see that red dot on your back, like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Like that's that's when I'm mostly glad that I've got like max stamina. It's like I could just fucking hold the fucking button down and just hope to God that he doesn't blast my ass with the laser. <laughs> oh man! And the Lionels are no joke either. Like like you said, they're gigantic, and they have weapons that are like twice the size of your body, which some uh, yeah. which somehow you can wield afterwards too. Figure that out. But anyway, <laughs> and so yeah, it, and it's very interesting. And a lot of the and unlike most Zeldas, it feels like you get, like, all the quote-unquote special equipment right at the start of the game. Uh-huh. Like, right at the start of the game, you've got, like, all the ruins, which essentially, it like, you don't need to worry about collecting bombs in this game. It's, it's essentially an app on your phone now. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> which, uh, trust me, having, like, unlimited bombs is quite handy. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as, uh, it makes fishing really easily. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the best inventions ever created in the history of Zelda, a square bomb that doesn't roll when you throw. <laughs> yes, the fact that you have two different bombs is, is great. Oh, yeah, it's super, super good. And uh, as as this, and is there anything else positive you wanted to go talk about on this game, there, buddy? Um, man, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I like I love the music. Obviously, the music was like I love. Yeah, like I love the way they, they handle the soundtrack. Uh, as well, like obviously the music is is fucking terrific as it always is in Zelda games. But I like how they how they handled a lot of it, where it's like like there's no real overworld music. Like if you're not on a horse, you're not gonna hear anything really. Uh, and like yeah, like I I just think it's great. Like I think that like it's a very minimalist approach. But like I like when you do reach different areas, uh, like I think the music kicks in in a great way. Uh, like I don't know, what do you think of the music? That was actually on my top ten things I didn't like about the game. Oh. Uh, not that I didn't like the music when we did get it. Like, the music, like, is, like that theme when the Guardians notice you. Oh, my God. <laughs> the boss themes were excellent and really added to the drama. Like, the 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 uh, fight music for when you and Sedan are taking on the Elephant Guardian. Like, uh-huh. that was really, really nice and high pace. The lack of music is what, what annoyed me. And, uh, like, going back to, like, Zelda, like, uh, a li- Link to the Past, like, that, o- I still hum that overworld music whenever I'm walking around <laughs> or what have you, or, or think about it. It's, like, so catchy. Like, I like having, I feel like the music should have been used more, like, even, like, uh, even when you're going around. Now, granted, you know, they're trying to focus on nature, because sometimes you do need to hear things and what have you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, granted, the music going on all the time hurts it, but I, I do miss it. But when you do have music, it's really, really good. Yeah. But I, I, I could have, I would have liked more. That's all. <laughs> uh, okay, Joe, are you ready for my top ten things I didn't like about <laughs> Zelda? Sure. Okay. And I just want to preface this uh, number one because I, I don't know if you follow Jim Sterling at all, there, Joe. But mm-hmm. let's just say people are pretty crazy if you say anything remotely negative about Zelda. Yeah, that's always not. It's like, fucking relax, everybody. It's like, no, there's no game out there for everybody. It's like, and the crazy thing was, like, Jim Sterling even said multiple times he likes the game. And Yeah, it's, like, it's not like he gave the game a fucking four. <laughs> yeah, it's, a seven is still a good score. It's yeah. like, and 
I've noticed it even past then, like uh, going to Mass Effect Andromeda, like uh, some people are like saying they're nervous to say anything negative about the game just because like they're scared of backlash. And they're, I have seen backlash from uh, Mass Effect fans if you say anything negative about Andromeda. It's like, okay, cool it, okay? <laughs> there, there's no defeat in saying that it has some minor flaws here. Right. Some might say it has moderate flaws. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like once again, if you haven't gotten the fact this is a game you should get, I think we mean yeah. George saying overall, in spite of what I'm about to say here. I'm just saying this game isn't a perfect ten, but it's a strong nine, nine point five maybe, or something like that, something huh. of that measure. Or it, it's it's good. Get it. If you have a switch, what the hell are you doing not getting it? But anyway, top ten, number ten, and I'll admit some of these are just nitpicks because I wanted to get ten. I can't. I look forward to refuting most of what you have to say. Carl. Okay, number ten. Blood Moon coming in at weird times. Oh yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking Blood Moon. <laughs> like, like yeah, I mean, I, I understand the, like the need for a system like that where it's like it's like all right, like the, like the, this is the only time that enemies respawn. Like eventually, you do need to keep enemies within the world, you know. Um, and I so will say, I forgot it's fine. Go ahead, yeah. but but yeah, like it does come in at some fucking crazy time. Yeah, and uh, I, I do admit I, I like the fact that they thought of a storyline reason for why the enemies respawn, and uh, you can, and that you do get to enjoy a period where there won't be enemies after you clear them out. However, a lot of times the Blood Moon comes at, at weird time or really bad times. Like I don't know <laughs> if you heard the horror story of the guy who was uh, – about to kill Ganon, <laughs> and yeah. then the Blood Moon animation hit, and not only were all the enemies around Ganon respawned, but Ganon was at full strength. Like, come on! <laughs> yeah, that does... I mean, yeah, that that's that definitely sucks, because, I mean, because having beat the game, that, that, that fight isn't, like, super hard or anything, but... <laughs> but, yeah, like, if you, if you freed all the... if you freed all the Divine Beasts or whatever, they, they, they remove half of his health, like, from the very start, um, but... Yeah, like for having that happen and having him come back at full health, it's like fuck, man. <laughs> I have to beat this guy one and a half times, basically. Oh god. So, yeah, just like maybe be, you know, like if if I'm in a boss fight, you know, just pause the moon for a bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that's a very that should be a pretty simple thing to kind of program. You know, it's like all right, like have this happen except at beast times, you know, like boss fights or in dungeons or whatever. Yeah, number nine, and this is not real. And once again, this is just some, like I said, a nitpick. And this isn't even really on the game. This is more a critique on reviewers of the game. This game is inspired by Dark Souls. Can we agree on that, Joe? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It, it's definitely Dark Souls light in its combat. In like, many ways. Tell me Hyrule Ca Castle doesn't feel like a level out of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty fucking. Yeah, it is pretty. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like i've noticed like quite a few different reviewers and players of the games they are actually arguing that it's not like dark souls like that mm -hmm. like it's some kind of freaking insult to the game just like, like okay it's it's not taking everything in fact you can make the argument that dark souls actually takes a lot from the original zelda that came out on the nes forever ago oh but it's like a symbiotic, like they learn from that game. And likewise, this game, I think, clearly learns from it. It's very brutal in some areas, especially against those goddamn Lionels. And <laughs> and it does, there, there are times, especially Hyrule Castle, where it does feel like a Dark Souls game in like difficulty and how it's structured and whatnot. Definitely a lot happier and cheerful than, say, a Dark Souls game tends to be. But it clearly takes some inspiration from it there done yeah. and done. uh number eight there are minor buffering slash frame rate issues like i it i say they're very minor like if it wasn't for the fact that i knew about it and was actively looking for it i might have missed it but you know if you have a lot of stuff going on on the screen like i remember one time i was fighting like four enemies and the field caught on fire <laughs> and there were explosions and it had trouble loading all of that yeah. so it, it is there i i bring it up mainly because i feel like people like will will know will say it and then disregard it in the same sentence like okay come on man yeah like, i mean i think they did patch that like today i think actually I, um, you're you're absolutely right they did just announce that just before we started recording, <laughs> so um but i haven't 
I haven't had a chance to see for myself, so I will I will keep that as a valid claim, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, number seven. I really felt that there could have been a little bit more enemy variation. Like, uh, moblins make up a good chunk of the enemies that you're going to fight all over the place. Yeah. And uh, are they moblins or hoblins? I forget. <laughs> there are moblins, there are... are... Bachlins or some shit. Bachlins. Bob Bachlin. You know. Yeah, the Moblins are actually the taller ones. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. Well, those little things. And you have those. You have, like, the red ones. You have the blue ones. You have the black ones. And, ones. and on top of that, you also have the dead ones because the skeletons will also yeah, do those. Yeah, which only come out at night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then you've got, you've got lizards. And <laughs> then uh, most of the other enemies feel like they were just, like, boss status or what have you like the lionels feel like mini like pretty much mini bosses and then unless i'm missing some that feels like about it um yeah i'm trying to think there's not yeah like it's it's you know shit like bats and those you know blobs of, and oh yeah the <laughs> blobs. ochus i think they're called or or, or yeah yeah yeah, I, I felt there could have been. I I could have sworn there was more enemies in this and in Zelda. So I feel like there could have been like more variation. Or and this will go into another issue that I have later on my list here. But if they wanted to make it so that you didn't use your weapon that much, how cool would it have been if like the amount of enemies you get at night ties into how many enemies you're killing during the day? <laughs> yeah, like all the dudes that you just like murdered you're like yeah i wiped out this whole area and then you go through the same area that same night you're like oh wait a minute i'm fighting all these same guys again but they're all skeletons yeah it'd be like a, a take on the whole the sorrow fight from metal gear <laughs> <laughs> here so just some more or enemy variations I, I feel like could have been a bit could have been more fun yeah all right let's see i feel like uh, you know it was actually kind of disappointing surprising mm. the moment that you like because they do this amazing job with outfits with uh mm. Link. like i i love of buying new seeing new outfits so it's like oh my fuck yeah here you go here take all the rupees <laughs> <laughs> i love uh leveling them up with the with the queen fairies and it, it's like a fun time so it feels kind of disappointing when you eventually get link's normal gear here, like, like what? You know the the iconic one with the green cap and the green shirt. Ah. And like, I feel like they should have updated that and given it a few more stat bonuses to make it like worthwhile. Because like, as far as I'm concerned, that Link's look is with my Robin hooded cape mm -hmm. and my cha the champion shirt. At the very least, feels like his look now, because that's like yeah. all the promotion there. Like, that shirt is awesome. That shirt has like the same stats as like a full set of armor. <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, I haven't really figured out what pants is his look, but yeah, I guess I guess the thunder resistant one, but like that top part, I feel like is his look. So I feel like okay, here's here's like uh, your look from the eighties. Like okay, great. <laughs> hey, but I, I don't know. I was like a little like on the, but I ended up just like wearing the same old stuff. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's it's definitely a departure for them to say like, oh yeah. Um, like, we're going to go away from, like, the super iconic outfit that he's worn for 30 years in, you know, a dozen different games. Um, but, like, I think that the costume designs are, are strong. Like, it's, it's, like, I don't, like, he, he still, like, definitely looks like Link, even if he's dressed, you know, differently. Um, yeah. So it's not, it's, so it's not like, so it's not like the end of the world or anything. I kind of enjoyed seeing him dressed up in different ways. No, that's what um, I was saying. That's yeah. like a testament to you being right there is that yeah. I enjoyed the alternate costumes for Link so much that it actually felt like a letdown going to the old one. Like granted that's you'll easily save by just not wearing the suit, but I you know, I felt like they you know, if you they want me to wear the suit, you know, give it like some more stats, like give it like everything the other suits have or something uh -huh. like that. That would have been a, an easy out for it or what have you. But okay. anyway, that that's like I yeah. said, minor detail here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, number five. <laughs> More stuff to buy with rupees. <laughs> right now, it feels like I'm just saving up for arrows. either arrows. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for arrows. arrows. It's, it's arrows. Like, that's the one thing I like about the Blood Moon. It's like, oh, time to get arrows. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, buy everything from it. That and suits, as I mentioned earlier. And, of course, I your, buy a house. 
Yeah, there's the house. That's like the big one. And aside from that, that's really it. Like, granted, there's food that they sell from time to time, but really, yeah, you're just yeah, you can mostly just find that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like I, and while I do like the fact that they give you everything, it also like takes away from like you stumbling into a shop and there's that thing you need or the hook shot or whatever, whatever it's right there. And I feel like they could have also oh, just you know just sell weapons there. <laughs> yeah it's like hey we got thunder swords for sale awesome i'll come back here so it like takes away a lot of the stress from the number one entry that i have on here but anyway <laughs> <laughs> hey, but i feel like it could have used like more stuff to buy with rupees yeah yeah i i, I don't disagree with that necessarily um okay but yeah i, I guess yeah that's fine, I guess. all right <laughs> now number four i think there's either a chance that you'll say definitely or there's a chance that you're gonna t- just give me the finger and tell me to shut up <laughs> number four can we let link talk no next question no got... <laughs> this was like a comp like this was the sort of problem the lone problem i had with the cinema scenes because you'd have all these characters interacting being really interesting and link because it's a friggin taboo to have her have him say a syllable other than eh <laughs> fucking a right yeah he just stands there like a friggin statue looking at on looking on like zelda is giving is like in the field crying giving this like great speech i felt about her frustration and her situation and all this and meanwhile link yeah he just stands on a hill, hill and looks at her it's like, <laughs> it's like it would have been great if uh you know link could like add to it or even if he just walked over and hugged her for christ's sakes but anyway (laughs) do something it's like (laughs) engage like granted that's a lot of pressure but i feel like we're at a point where link should just be allowed to talk just 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 let him talk it's like like this whole thing like oh link doesn't talk because his uh you know it it allows the player to become like okay they're a shepherd could talk, and yet a lot of people could be like him. Or Gordon, Gordon Freeman didn't talk. That people were fine with that. Yeah, and that's why they haven't made a sequel in forty years. <laughs> forty years feels like it's been that long. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, it's like he didn't talk because they didn't have the capability to have him talk. Like, especially like Mario doesn't need a voice really for what he does. Like. <laughs> He, like, really, the Mario games are, I feel, are more focused on the gameplay than they are an overarching story. Like, Zelda has a story behind it, and it would really be helped if the main character could utter a syllable, I feel. <laughs> like I said, I feel like like a lot of the story could have had more impact if he could have said something. Now, in this game, it does give you choices for reactions and stuff, and that could be, much like you do with Shepard, how you impose yourself into link by choosing how he's reacting because a lot of his reactions make him come off as a complete tool, by the way. But, uh, I decide <laughs> from that, like, I feel we're at a point where he can talk and he can be okay. Like people will be butthurt, but you know what? They're still going to buy a game because Zelda games are typically pretty good, <laughs> but that, that, that's just my thing. I think you should just let link talk. Fuck yeah, I don't think it matters. That's like, you have a portable system. You're growing up at the times. Let the male character have a voice, for Christ's sake. Uh, num- <laughs> number three, controls are dumb. I, I don't like the controls. <laughs> I don't like that I can't aim with L2 and then fire with R2. I don't like that I had to think of a way to break out of the whole arrow thing without using an arrow. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking by making jump second base. Like they, they must've known it was a bad idea by giving you the option to just put it back to the bottom. (laughs) They must have known. And second, and why have run at the top when just have run on uh, be like a third base there and then jump at home plate. And it's an easy time. Uh, I would have just had that. Like sprinting should just be like click in the stick. Oh, okay, got it. Thank you. That was going to be number three right there. It's like, <laughs> you know how many times I've been attacked by an enemy and instinctively done that, and all of a sudden Link is crawling and it's like fuck <laughs> every single time. It's like, oh. I mean, on the other hand, it's like yeah, the controls suck, but on the other hand, it's like I adjusted them to them really quickly. Uh, but that's the thing. That's exa- that's. My very next point, it's not number two, but it's like, that's my next point of that. It, it's untrained me on other video games that I play <laughs> on PS4. 
because now I'm reaching for all these weird things. And like the PS4 is like, why would you do that? Why would anybody put those buttons <laughs> there? It's like, I know. <laughs> but you know, like, uh, I, 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 I at least have A and B, L2. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> all right that, that was number three number two was more music we already went into that so we'll just go to number one weapon durability and this has been quite the topic amongst different people <coughs> excuse me uh starting with uh you know like a lot of people defended saying like well it's great because it encourages you to use all the weapons that are in the game instead of just sticking with one you know what a, you know, like you know what makes me want to try different weapons in the game the fact that different weapons are in the game. Like, typically, you've just got, like, the sword, and then you got the master sword. Like, I want to try using a spear just for the simple fact that now I have the option to use a spear in a Zelda game. And I actually enjoy the spear. Like, if I, I might be inclined to use spears more often, mainly because, uh, you know, like, they're, I'm more DPS, so the, and they tend to be, like, faster striking despite being weak, weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself a lot. Now, I, I want to reiterate, as Joe's probably going to reiterate once I t- tell about this, that weapons really are easy to come across. Like, whatever an enemy's holding, he'll drop. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's not like you have to kill this enemy X amount of times, and maybe he'll drop that one weapon he was using to attack you for the last 47 times. But, but... When you start getting really good weapons, you know, you really get picky about using it, which I guess is part part of the core gameplay. Like, there was tons of times where I see, like, a camp of moblins, and I'll be like, you know, I have this really kick-ass thunder sword that could probably kill them all, but I only got, like, five swipes with this thing before it starts to break. Do I really want to waste it on this? So I spent a lot of my time, like, avoiding combat, you know, just for the sake of keeping all my weapons there. Yeah. Oh, there might be a boss here. Like, like, <laughs> like maybe keep it till later. Or like, I don't want to waste my arrows because they can be a son of a bitch to save up for. <laughs> right. And on top of that, the bows break too. Like uh, when I took on the uh, the elephant divine beast, which by the way, mm-hmm. fun battle. But yeah. I broke three bows just during that battle alone. <laughs> uh, then you go then went inside and took on a version of uh, Ganon and that broke a few weapons too it's like your weapons are going to break i know that's just something you got to accept but it would be nice if there was a repair function or something of that measure like the way that <laughs> there's a repair function for like your super rare weapons um like you get weapons basically from like the champions as you defeat the divine beast or whatever Mm. Um, and you can repair those, but typically the cost is much higher than what it's typically <laughs> worth. Exactly, like they require a diamond. Like, would you like a diamond and eighty hard to find items for this one sword that is actually lesser than most of the swords you'll find? It's like, no, actually, I'll just sell the diamond. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, though. Exactly, like it's out of like I got the trident from uh, the Zora champion before, and. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to use it in combat because I don't want it to break. And it's like, yeah. like I, I actually like that character. So I like having the mento of her. Like I'm saving up currently to buy the house because I know in the house, I, you can hang up weapons in there. <laughs> yes. That is, that is partly the reason that I fucking went all in on the house and, and outfitting it with everything that you can. Cause like, yeah, I can, and it's not even a lot. It can fit like, you can fit three swords, four bows and three shields in your house. <sighs> And that's it. And like when you find like something really cool, it also like takes away from takes away from the whole awe of finding it. Like I found essentially the Dark Master Sword inside mm. Hyrule Castle, and it's got great damage. And however, it's like there's only one spot that has it. So like part of me was like, I don't want to use it and break. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually makes you scared of combat. Like which thank God you don't level up or anything like that from killing at things because like then you, you i'd probably still be at a low level because i don't want to lose all these great weapons and what have you and there are paths to like farm good weapons or what have you but i i pro i would have you tried all the weapons in this game like a lot of them are really strategic and you know like obviously use the thunderstorms taking on robots and uh people in the water so to speak and you know stuff like that so i would have used them just fine it just feels like it takes away 
A, it takes away the joy of finding this awesome new weapon when all you're thinking is like, okay, well, I'll put that in the back (laughs) and save it for when I need it. (laughs) Yeah, because it sucks knowing that, like, like, I love the combat in the game, but, like, if I'm fighting, like, basic moblins or whatever the fuck it's like i don't want to engage in that because like i'm basically swapping my good weapons for their shitty fucking wooden clubs exactly um yeah yeah, so like i'm very selective about why bother to fight in that game yeah which which is a shame because you know that wasn't something i really thought about in previous zelda games i just went in and went for it but now i'm like ah i don't want their shit clubs (laughs) (laughs) or the boko goblin or whatever they're called clubs that break after like two uses so anyway, that's my top ten. How did you feel about that? Uh, I feel like those criticisms are, are fair for the most part. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. I worked hard <laughs> on that. <laughs> uh, but once again, the game is still worth it despite that, despite everything. Like, I'm still yeah. happily playing it. It's like my break game now. Like, I punch into work and all I'm thinking, like, oh, what am I going to do on break? <laughs> <laughs> well. What shrines will I find this time around? Like everything about this game is so much fun. And uh, one of the best ways I've heard it described was by Greg Miller, where it's like, you'll be walking for a little bit and all of a sudden you'll be like, Hey, what's that over there? Mm -hmm. And trust me, you want to go and see what's that over there. Like sometimes it'll be like uh, enemies fight, like attacking some poor villager. Sometimes it'll be the freaking dragon from Dragon Ball Z. And no, I'm not kidding. That thing. (laughs) You. I was just like going across, like, I think it's called the Thunder Plateau or something like that. Uh-huh. And there's the freaking Shinron. It's not, okay, it's not the dragon from Dragon Ball Z, but it looks like the dragon from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, it, it's like there's so many little things to play. It's a really fun game. And Joe, uh, I talked a lot about things I didn't like. Was there anything that you didn't like that I didn't talk about? Um, No, like, I, like, I, like, any of my nitpicks overlap with ones that you already listed um like overall i think the game is you know spectacular i think it's it's really great like as far as you know comparing it to other zelda games like it's my favorite zelda game by a fucking walk um Mm. like i we had this conversation earlier um my number one going into it was linked to the past just for the memories that like what super mario world is to joe linked to the past is to me uh Mm. I don't know if I could give you an answer if if this game surpasses it, but at the very least, it's a super strong number two. And mm-hmm. this is like I am enjoying the he- the hell out of this game. I I cannot wait to play it even more. Yeah, like it's it's, it's like video games are like our nitpicks aside, like the, like the game design in in like on display here is like so good, <laughs> like it's so thoughtfully put together. Um, like, like, man, it's like video games don't come much better than this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's incredible. Like, it's one of my favorite games that I've played in a while. Uh, I've always been a strong Zelda fan, like mainly because I, I always root for the for the the number two guy, the guy who's gunning for the number one spot, which is Mario in the case of Nintendo. <laughs> and uh, the biggest uh, thing you, that I've heard said about Zelda is it's traditionally not a system s- seller. And I feel like that tradition is now broken. So now not saying that I'm curious, I'm, I'm pretty sure Mario is going to outsell it when it's games launches, but it's sold fantastically. Like, I think mm-hmm. I heard like the switch has like uh like a pretty strong attach rate with this game, of course. So whatever switches are out there, chances are Zelda's with it too. So uh-huh. I am super, I'm very happy for this franchise and I, I love the direction they went with it, and I hope this is encourages Nintendo to try new things with its franchises, too, going forward. Now, Joe, uh, do you want to give this a score, or do you just want to say go get it? Uh, I mean, what kind of score are you thinking of? Uh, what kind of scale are you talking about here? Well, like, let's try out a 10, because when I was saying, like, 9 or something like that, you were like, uh, but what, what would you give it out of curiosity? I mean, no game is perfect, but for me personally, like, this game is definitely a 10 on my my book. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's a good fucking game, Malcolm. Like, it's, like, it's, like, I, I find, I, like, I think this game is a game you could give to most people, and they would have, like, they would find a deep appreciation of it in some kind of in some way like i like i don't think there's many people that have an interest in video games who would not enjoy zelda uh breath of the wild i think i'm gonna give this a nine five 
<laughs> just oh. just to acknowledge, which once again, still a strong rating for the love of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I agree with you. On top of that, like when uh, the day comes, I have kids, I'll, I'll want them to play this game just to see how they handle solutions because this game really does a great job of making you think. Like there, are, it feels like there are multiple solutions to everything. Like, uh, oh, w- number eleven on my list would have been those tilt puzzles on certain shrines. <laughs> yeah, but even then, like it's clever in the fact that, like, oh, you can just like obviously if you're playing in handheld mode, it's not really a solution you can do. But like if you're playing on your TV, like, oh, if if you flip the fucking controller upside down or or backwards or whatever, uh, so <laughs> like, oh, you can turn this surface onto it like you can turn this over to its completely flat surface and not have to and that's what i'm talking about like they're outside the box solutions like that. <laughs> yeah it's like they they are like yeah some like some like it's still kind of like those puzzles still kind of suck but like the fact that like that is a valid solution is like oh that's who would have fucking thought to do that mm. but yeah it's it's i love i love it i love it to death it, to say it's in our game of the year tournament is quite the understatement yeah that's without question like that is definitely a top seed yeah i you know having played horizon it's tough for me to say which one would get number one but right now horizon and zelda are one and two easily in my opinion yeah like those are definitely like those will definitely be occupying like the top four seeds or whatever as the heads of the four corners of the bracket and by the way just to stress to those certain fans out there horizon and zelda are great games despite the fact if you like one over the other so just (laughs) just let that lie Folks, that does it for this very special episode of the Firmware Update. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on such apps as the Apple Podcast app, where you can get all your podcasts on your Apple device. Please just type in the Firmware Update, and we'll pop right in there. Just hit that subscribe button, and we will. Uh, every episode will populate as they come. Uh, also helps if you leave us a five-star review and something written really helps out the show. You, if you have an Android device, never fear. We're on such apps as Stitcher Radio, which is free, where you can stream us uh, as we come out. Also, we do recommend you try out a little app called Pocket Cast. $3.99, and you can not only stream, but download. On top of that, you can get that for Apple as well, and you can have perfect synchronicity across all your devices. If you would rather, if you're a traditionalist, you can download the episode from our own website, thefirmup.com, where you can find not only only uh, these uh, episodes as they come, but you can also find uh, stories and stuff written by our own Joe Garcia. So check that out as well. You can also find us on Twitter at psmouth for me, at wants twenty three for Joe. And our own Twitter account for the show, The Firm Up, at The Firm Up, where we do updates on news stories and what have you on a regular basis. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Uh, I don't think so. Excellent. Folks, we will see you next time on The Firmware Update. See you later. Adios.